Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I hope that everybody's having a great day. We have got a great show for you, including Tiger Woods playing in the Masters. Kansas wins their first national championship since 2008. We got opening day tomorrow, so let's go. All right. As you know, I'm doing these shows three days a week now with my busy schedule. I've got to come up with some shows. Just a reminder that you are listening to the show on 99.1 WQEE-FM, the key out of Noonan, Georgia. And this show is broadcasted from 5 p.m. to 5.30 right after Rick Smith and right before Bryce Kuhn, the voice of Georgia Tech athletics and your columbus chattahoots so i had a busy week had a show on monday it was a great show and now i'm ready for wednesday's show it is hard because i'm going to be having these shows without guests and so it's just going to be me talking for sports for about 20 to 30 minutes but i tell you what i'm excited about tiger woods playing in the masters the masters is my favorite golf tournament I am a golf fan. I'll watch the majors. I play golf. Do I root for other golfers besides Tiger Woods? Absolutely. I love Brooks Kepka. I think that Kepka is going to be a favorite to win the Masters. I like Jordan Spieth. I like Rory McIlroy. But I think if Tiger Woods wins the Masters or even competes in the Masters, if he is in contention on Sunday when he's wearing that red polo shirt, that's the biggest sports story of the year. Think about Tiger Woods last year, got in that near-death automobile accident. I mean, obviously, his career was over. I thought that it was just completely over, that he was done playing golf. But Tiger Woods was able to come back, and now he's got 15 majors, and he's not going to play unless he feels he can compete. And he walked the course, and I'm guessing that he is going to, I don't think he's going to win. I think he's going to shoot like a 72. I think on that first day, he's going to be even for par going into that second day. And I think that he makes the cut. I think that he might be a plus two or plus three, but Tiger Woods is going to make the cut. I don't think he's going to be in contention on Sunday, but I think that he will be playing on Sunday. And that's just my prediction. I think Brooks Kepka is going to win the Masters. He's going to get the green jacket. He is the best golfer in the world. Zach Johnson is another great golfer. Tony Finau. All these players are capable of winning the Masters. Lee Westwood is one of the best golfers that have not won the Masters. He, Lee Westwood hasn't even won a major yet. That could be another. A big shout-out to the Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket, Stuart Sink. That is another another possible. You know, he's still playing golf. <laughs> No, I mean, I he went to Georgia Tech, you know, local guy from, I want to say, Florence, Alabama. Yes, 
You know, if there's a Columbus golfer out there, I know Larry Mize lives in Columbus. He, you know, is a big Masters guy. If there's a big Columbus golfer out there, I would root for you in this tournament. Trust me. I just would have to find out uh, if there is a Columbus golfer, a golfer from Columbus, Georgia. That would be really cool. Hey, the Atlanta Hawks snap a five-game losing streak. As I watched some of this game, they were taking on the Toronto Raptors on the road. They tied it up. In fact, they even took a lead with Trey Young shooting one out of two free throws. They take a 103 to 102 lead. And then after that, the Raptors just went on a run. Fred Van Fleet hit a three-pointer. Scotty Barnes hit a big shot. And the Raptors beat the Hawks 118 to 108. And the Hawks, with the Nets winning, they're now tied for, for the ninth and final spot. I talked about on last show, the Hawks want to try to get into that playing game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. They want to avoid, they want to try to avoid that nine and 10 game, but I think that they can do it. They play the Washington Wizards next. Then they take on the heat on the road and they take on the Houston Rockets. So if all they got to do is just have a better record than the Nets and they'll play the Cleveland Cavaliers in the opening play-in game. So the NBA season ends on April the 10th. And so next week I will preview the NBA playoffs as that is going to be exciting. Guess who's not going to be there? The Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers got boat rolled by the Phoenix Suns, and they're a joke. They really are. Is this LeBron's worst performance as a player? He's not a GM. The Lakers just giving the keys to the kingdom to LeBron and letting him be the GM and signing every clutch sports player. And Rob Polinka is not a GM. He's an agent. And this Lakers team has been dysfunctional since 2013. The Russell Westbrook deal did not work. You got to blow it up. The Lakers are not going to make the playoffs, obviously. This season is over. You can't rely on Anthony Davis to stay healthy. He is one of their best players when healthy. LeBron doesn't like to play with younger players. And even though he's having an amazing season, LeBron is been selfish this year. He's been taking a lot of shots. He's been scoring 50 points, trying to put the team on his back. And he's just going after that scoring title. He wants Kareem's record. He got the Lakers a championship. Yes, it wasn't a bubble. But this is what LeBron does. He goes to a team and dismantles it four years later. He did that to Cleveland twice. He did that to Miami. And he's about to do it with the Lakers. Now, I know that he wants to play in the NBA until his son plays, and he will go to whatever team signs Bronny. But, man, what is LeBron's legacy? I mean, comparing it to Michael Jordan on the Wizards. Now, I remember Michael Jordan on the Wizards. I was in college when that happened. You know, Michael Jordan left the NBA in 1998. He came back in 2001 because I remember he made that announcement just right after 9-11. And it was really emotional. He said he was going to donate his salary to 9-11 victims. That first year with the Washington Wizards, he was still scoring 20 points. I mean, he didn't have the, the, the hops like he used to, but he still was decent. His shooting percentage was a little bit down. 2003, his final year, the 2002-2003 season, he had Jerry Stackhouse as his running mate. And both years, the Wizards missed out on the playoffs. So I think that LeBron James needs to have a restart. He's still a great player, but I just don't think it's working in Los Angeles. Congratulations to the Kansas Jayhawks. I I tell you, 
I watched a little bit of the national championship game on Monday night. Kansas coming back from a 15-point deficit. First of all, it was great to see North Carolina in the championship. I watched that first half, and I thought that North Carolina was going to win. And so I was thinking about what I was going to have on the show for Wednesday. I was going to talk about how North Carolina is the second eight seed to win the title because Villanova won it in 1985 as an eight seed. Hubert Davis, the first-year head coach, winning a championship, second championship. North Carolina wins the national championship first time since 2017. But then I checked the score on my phone in the morning, and it said that Kansas won. North Carolina had a 15-point lead at half, and they I'm not going to say they choked away the game. They they lost several players to injury. And they did blow a huge lead against Baylor in the second round. But this Kansas Jayhawks team hasn't been the best Kansas Jayhawks team. As Abaji, you know, he played very well. Kansas was a number one seed, but they weren't dominant. But Kansas does win the national championship in basketball, bringing the championship back to where it all started with Dr. James Naismith, the founder of basketball. I thought that Kansas over the years would have more national titles. The fact that they only have four, it's astonishing that Kansas is usually a number one seed just about every year, and they overachieve when they get to the NCAA tournament. So great to see Kansas win the NCAA tournament. Great to see South Carolina win the NCAA tournament for the women. Is South Carolina the new dynasty in women's college basketball? And is the dynasty over for UConn? UConn has 11 national titles, more than any program in women's college basketball. And I think South Carolina is just getting started. I think Don Staley is a very, very great head coach for women's college basketball. Oh, I tell you what, I am so excited about baseball tomorrow. Opening day, Truett's Park, Atlanta Braves taking on the Cincinnati Reds. Max Freed is taking the mound. And this three-game series is completely sold out. Here's some of the events. I mean, of course, they're going to have opening day on Thursday. On Friday, they're going to reveal their championship banner. And then on Saturday, they're going to present the World Series rings to the players. A list of who's who is going to be out there. And it is going to be a great event for the city of Atlanta. Now let's go down to the Fountain City where I'm at, Columbus. Because Columbus State takes on the University of Montevallo. They are 29-5. and They are one of the best teams in the NCAA Division II. And you also have LaGrange College at 20-3. and They will take on Barry College on Thursday. And so the baseball teams here in the Chattahoochee Valley are doing so great. You got the Columbus River Dragons that they have clinched a playoff berth in the Federal Prospects Hockey League. They will have a two-game series. It'll be their final two games for the season as they will get into the playoffs. They will take on the Carolina Thunderbirds and the Port Huron Prowlers on April 9th and April 10th as we get ready for Columbus Lions football. I am very excited. April the 23rd, it can't get here any sooner as the Columbus Lions will take on the Jacksonville Sharks, uh, their big rival. I mean, Jacksonville beat them in the championship in 2017. They also lost to the Carolina Cobras in the 18 championship. 
They didn't make the championship in 19. 20 was canceled because of COVID. And then 2021, they lost to the Albany Empire in the championship. But hey, we got the championship kicker from Albany, Craig Peterson. He is the best kicker in the NAL. So we got the best quarterback and we got the best kicker. I like our chances. You know, I moved to Columbus in 2015. I saw the Columbus Lions win a championship in the professional indoor football league. And then when they moved to the other league in 2016, they won the championship again. I know the head coach, Jason Gibson, wants to try to get another championship for the city of Columbus. And I think that would be a great achievement if Coach Gibson can get the job done. But I think he's got the team to do it. And I'm really excited about actually being the color commentator for these games with Jared. And, you know, he's the voice of the Columbus Lions and, you know, being a part of the broadcast team. You know, I promise that to do my best. And I've been listening to other color commentators. And one key thing, being a student of broadcasting, as I've been doing broadcasting for over 20 years now, is to know your spots, to know who you admire and who you want to mimic. But you also want to create your own style. You know, when calling games for the Rapids, I try to create my own style. I got a little too excited on the goals. But I didn't quite know the soccer terminology to the best of my knowledge. But still, the broadcast sounded fun. It sounded exciting. And I got to admit, I'm, I'm kind of bummed that the season's over. You got a long off season until December. And I really am curious to see who the expansion teams are in the National Indoor Soccer League. And I'm really curious to see who returns to the Columbus Rapids. I guarantee you that Brittany Conway is going to try to find a way back on this Rapids roster as she has been the most dedicated player on this team, the captain. I don't mention her that much. I know on the Columbus Rapids weekly podcast, I talked about Megan Byers and Aaron Brady and Olivia Gerald and Brianna Conley, but it's Brittany Conway who really has been the heart and soul of that team. And she was one of my first Rapids players that I ever interviewed along with Tevin West on that first night of that episode of Off the Walls. And I just love just going back onto YouTube and re-listening to the broadcast. It's such a great time in the city of Columbus. A great time for all four professional sports in the city of Columbus. And uh, we had a big event last night at the Columbus Civic Center. And I, I don't know if it took place. I'm not down in Columbus, but, you know, the Harlem Globetrotters, uh, we're down at the Columbus Civic Center, but you know we did have some inclement weather down there. Uh, please stay safe out there. I know that uh, tornadoes have touched down in Savannah, where I'm at. The Savannah Bananas coming to historic Golden Park on April the 14th. That is already sold out. I really am interested to see what Banana Ball looks like. I know that they're a baseball team that competes, but what does Banana Ball look like? It's Clearly, it's scripted, kind of like WrestleMania. And we had WrestleMania over the weekend. I don't talk much wrestling on this podcast, but I do have to acknowledge that WrestleMania happened over the weekend. And that's for my, that's for my wrestling fans. Thank you, including my brother-in-law. Oh, man, I'm just getting started. You know, it's my kid's spring break. You know, I have this 30-minute show. And I got to say, I mean, I'm just ecstatic about what is to come. You know, a little bummed out. I'm not going to have guests on the show until April the 18th. But, you know, I work with what I got. 
Atlanta United will go to Charlotte to take on Charlotte FC. It'll be the first time that they will play Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium. And uh, I'm interested to see this game because I think that this is going to be their new rival now that Nashville SC has moved over into the Western Conference. I'd like to see what Charlotte can do. NFL football, free agency. It's still, we got the NFL draft coming up April 28th. I mean, we've had some major NFL moves to include Bobby Wagner going to the Los Angeles Rams and the rich get richer. And I don't know how the Rams are doing it, but they're doing it. And then we got a major, major trade, which I I thought it was going to be a major trade. It looks like DK Metcalf could be on the move, but where would he go? Would Kansas City try to get him to fill the void by losing Tyreek Hill? Because I think the Kansas City Chiefs are not the same team without Tyreek Hill. So they got to get that speedster wide receiver, DK Metcalf, who wants to get paid like a Tyreek Hill. Debo Samuel wants to get paid like a Tyreek Hill. So it's very important that the 49ers lock him up. So I got to give a shout out to the number one college baseball team in the country, the Tennessee Volunteers. They are ranked number one in the SEC, which is a very talented group of college teams to include what I would consider the dynasty of college baseball, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's in the SEC, and Tennessee is ranked number one. They beat Lipscomb the other day. Many of you know I used to call Freed Hardman baseball games, and Lipscomb was Freed Hardman's biggest rival. In fact, one of the Freed Hardman Lipscomb games you can listen to on YouTube. So before I close the show, I want to give a shout out to one of my mentors. He's very famous in Memphis. I just want to give a shout out to Chris Vernon. Uh, his show, I listen to it. He's from the Memphis area. I listen to his show because, you know, he was a former, you know, we went to Free Hardman together and he was also a broadcasting student. He was a year above me. And by the time I got into broadcasting, he was already well known. He did play-by-play for basketball and baseball. He did an inter- internship with the Meyer League baseball team. And he has been very big in Memphis for the past 21 years. And his podcast is wildly entertaining. But he's a mentor. He's been a mentor. And since I've been a student of broadcasting, I've come up wanting to be like him. His personality. But let me tell you something about this guy. He's got a great personality. And he's got a great team of producers. And they have fun doing the show. And, you know, the past couple of weeks, I started listening to his show. And he is just a big talent. So as I try to get my list of uh, people that I would like to have as guests on a podcast, as people I would like to have guests on the podcast, I know that his name gets mentioned. But uh, knowing Chris Vernon's personality, he would probably look at me as somebody who's small time. And I get that because he had a very big ego in college. He is a superstar. And I'm surprised he's not bigger than what he is because he really is the biggest thing in Memphis when it comes to Memphis sports because he's a Memphis Grizzlies sideline reporter and he's got just a wildly entertaining podcast. Now, there's another 
guy that I've reached out to. So I have a lot of interest and I think I'm, I would like to start sports documentaries featuring Columbus, kind of like ESPN 30 for 30. And the first documentary that I'm interested in doing is the story of the 2006 Northern Little League team from Columbus that won the Little League World Series. I reached out to Josh Lester. He was one of their stars. He plays currently in AAA baseball for the Detroit Tigers organization. I would love to interview him and get him on as a guest on the podcast and kind of reflect back on the journey that the 2006 Northern Little League champions went through because the Northern Little League went almost went through the Little League World Series last year. They were one game away from the Little League World Series. I live up in Midland. Uh, Northern Little League is a big part of my community. Uh, My neighbor, her kids, my neighbor's kids play in Northern Little League. There's a lot of people in my subdivision that play for Northern Little League that probably even played on ESPN last year. So that's a big deal in my community, and I really support everything that Northern Little League does. I remember what's really cool about Northern Little League is when you go out there, they do have a plaque that has all the faces of all the players that were on that team that won the Little League World Series in 2006. And Josh Lester, hopefully, he listens, and I could get him onto the podcast. That would be cool. Well, that's all the time I have on the show. Stay tuned for Friday's episode as we will break down the recap of really the Braves-Reds game on Thursday. Going to preview the first day of the Masters. And we'll get in digging deeper into the NBA standings as come Sunday, we will know who is going to match up each other, at least the first six seeds. We will know who is going to match up in the NBA playoffs. You don't want to miss it. It is going to be fun. I cannot wait. Hope everybody has a great day. Keep on listening to this station, and I will talk to you Friday as we got one more week without guests. So you got to embrace it with me. Come on now. Let's do this together. Thank you for listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is broadcasted out of Columbus, Georgia, and focuses on the local and national sports scene. I am Richard Holdridge. If you have a sports question or if you would like to be a guest on the show, Just inbox me on my Facebook page, The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, or on my Twitter feed. And as always, I hope that you have a blessed day. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. 
copyright 2020, all rights reserved.